It's time to get back to the Matt Wyatt Show. Live in the studio. Hour number two. Here we go. Welcome into the studio, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau Insurance. Say it with me. Go! My mic's off. I said go with the home team. <laughs> I didn't turn your mic on. Way to go, Matt. Go! Uh, I'm go! sorry. See, he's got, they did, they clipped it out. Is that Bill? Did he play that? Yeah, I like Bill, that. Go! Okay. Bill played it. Go! Go! That's great. Well, surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> hey, there's old Gomer. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Well, welcome in here to the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. I do have a little bit of an announcement to make about the show. It ain't a big deal. Okay. <clears throat> but you know, here on the show, what we do is we, we're we in the business of mass communicating. We ain't one at a time in here. We're mass communicating. Oh, yes. That's a powerful new force. Mm-hmm. Shake a leg, Junior. Shake a leg, Junior. <laughs> That's from Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, Annie? Yeah. Filmed yeah. right here in Mississippi. I wasn't, I, I didn't really watch that movie like <clears throat> you did. Everybody loves it. Love it. I know. Sorry. You know, if, if for nothing else, because of the, the music, scenery and the, the music yeah. And, yeah. and everything else. Anyway. Anyway, um, we've been mass communicating on this show for three hours every afternoon from 12 to 3 o'clock. Um, the show, I've made the decision to just chop off that last hour. We've been doing two hours for several weeks now, from 12 to 2. And so the announcement is that going forward, this is a two-hour show now, going forward, 12 to 2. Okay, then. Um, like it used to be. Yeah, like it used to be before it went to 3. Yeah, it sure was. I forgot about that, Bill. Yeah, for a long time it was 2. I've been doing 2 for a little bit. So it's it's not a decision made by the radio station or you know, for any other reason other than me personally, it just I just need to get it down to two hours. So now you'll just have to talk a little casserole during the second hour. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's the only difference. <laughs> That's the only difference. <laughs> I'm going to fix a casserole. Uh, yes, there's all. <laughs> that just can be the, the last few minutes of the second hour, right? Right. And I've actually prepared some casserole content. Oh gosh. Uh, okay. For hour two. So uh, just le- letting you know, um, I'll be on from twelve to two for uh, going forward. And Will does remind us that, oh, brother, where art thou, based loosely on Homer's The Odyssey. Yes. Yep. Like the sirens, um, that was the the voices, the women they heard in the stream, you know. And I didn't know this. Mm-hmm. The whole thing. Yeah, it's weird. It's good and go back weird. and read The Odyssey now. <laughs> I'm going to get started on that today. Come <laughs> yeah. on, homecoming queen. Get started on The Odyssey. Got to get started yeah. on it. Yeah. All right, so uh, hour two, Annabeth is here, uh, the homecoming queen. She tuned in with me. We watched a game last night in silence. Well, yeah. For the most part. For the most part, but I do like to hear some noise. But it was a little refreshing. I got kind of tired of hearing the commentators. See? Yeah, I yeah, know. You do get but tired But then as soon as you turn it back on, you would say the, and I, I'm not just saying this, you would say the exact thing. As far as a call goes, right before Herb Street said it, Matt. <laughs> For the most part, I got to just go ahead and tell you that. So if you yeah. didn't like listening to him, you <laughs> might not like to listen to yourself. Because you had a lot in common. <clears throat> I only say things that are obvious. Yeah. Well, and that's the way Herb Street calls a game, too. Well, I lots like, of, and I like Chris Fowler. I don't mind him. Lots of broad like generalities. Chris Fowler. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of stuff he said you didn't say, but I'm just saying. Right. 
you did turn it back up when the the fumble that really wasn't a fumble went down. Yeah, because I wanted to hear what the official was going to say about it. Because at that point, we were watching. It was still in silence. Just had the TV on, no sound. <laughs> Annabeth was going along with me. And I'm watching it, and I said, oh, that's not a fumble. I'd seen the replay about five times. I'm like, that's not a fumble. That's incomplete. N- number one, it's, in my opinion, incomplete based on the rule. And that is, if the arm's going forward in a passing motion, it's incomplete. Who are they to decide how I grip the football? Okay. And also, if my arm goes up, guess what that is? A throw in motion because I hold the ball here. What do I got to do before I throw the ball? Raise my arm. arm. You were shocked. (laughs) So he raised his arm, and then they go, okay, well, the ball's coming out right there. Is it? How's it wind up 12 yards down the field? So, but, But the other thing you base that on for me is, boys, this is a national title game. He threw the ball. He's trying to throw the ball. Don't you think? Yeah, I think he was trying to throw the ball. I do too. It was third down. If we Big call. Oh, let's let's talk about it, boys. Here's another thing, boys. The kid for Alabama didn't even think it was a fumble. He just nonchalantly recovered it, just happened to have one foot inbounds. He wasn't even thinking it was a fumble. He thought it was a forward pass, too. Number three, it's third down. If we rule it incomplete which is fair to everybody here on the field. They're going to punt the ball like a normal situation. But if we give them the ball in a screwy fumble call, it totally changes the national championship game. Now, I know Georgia went on and won it. Based on all of that, no way they should have ruled out a fumble and possession for Alabama. Well. What do you think? (laughs) I agree with you. I didn't really leave anything open there for discussion, did I? I agree with you. How about that? That's mm. the best answer around here. Well, except me, I did not agree with you that Alabama would win. You sure didn't. You were pretty adamant. I don't know. I just Georgia. had a gut feeling about it. Those guys have already lost. They're ready to win. Okay. Well, here's something I've learned about your gut feelings: is to go with them. Sometimes listen to correct. it. Correct. So, yeah. Because I, recently, Mary Liddy complained about an ankle hurting. Yep. <laughs> yep. And Matt said, oh, it's just a little, little twist. She's just, fine. She's she okay. And I was like, Matt, I really think something's wrong with it. Took she, her in, Bill. She has a slight fracture of the growing oh. plate of her ankle. Mm-hmm. There you go. She's, she's in, in a, a boot. She's in a boot for like six weeks. And I had for about three days been telling her and Annabeth, oh, it's fine. It's Don't fine. It's it. fine. That's an old thing. Rub some dirt on it. Matt, could you go get her an ace bandage thing to wrap? No, she doesn't need that. She doesn't need she's that. fine. Waste Rub of money. Some dirt on it. Mary Liddy kept going, yeah, it, it is hurting. And I was like. And when she texts me Not to tell listen me, to Matt about this anymore. When she texts me from the doctor's office to tell me. She's got a fracture in her growth plate. She's going to be in a boot for six weeks. I, I could have melted out of my car. Yeah, Matt, you're out of medical. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. I felt terrible. Speaking no of. More, no more medical Speaking of that. injuries, what about the guy last night? Will he be okay? Oh, yeah. Uh, what, came Jamie, out, what came out about him? Jamison Williams. I don't know what the diagnosis of the injury is. Uh, I hate to see that happen. I had just I asked you. I had just asked you, will there ever come a time when players opt out of the national championship because they're you know high up there in the draft and he said well it'll happen and then three seconds later that kid got hurt yeah it'll happen eventually that's tough it'll happen eventually there will be a big time receiver or something that'll look back at jameson williams last night for alabama in that game going you know what 
I'm a projected top five pick, but I ain't going top five. I blow my knee out in that national title game. I'm out. Mm. It'll happen. All right, let's hit the phone line. Divinity Equipment phone line. Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson. You're a Kubota dealer. The oldest Kubota dealer in the U.S., in fact, means they've been doing it better longer than anyone else right here at Divinity. On line one is Mad Tiger. Hey, Mad Tiger, what's up? I'm mad, Matt. Uh-oh, <laughs> about what? What are, you talking, what are you talking about two hours? Oh. Uh, I, I apologize. I apologize. Hey, homecoming queen. Hey, Mad Tiger. <laughs> Matt, what do you mean you're going to two hours? How are you going to get homecoming queen on the show with you and you're going to two hours, <laughs> man? Well. What is up? Well, Come I, on, it, now. he's just going to say everything he would say in three, just <laughs> just faster. No way, no no way possible. <laughs> Matt, you, you're doing this just until football season starts back, right? Well, I can't say with any honesty that that was part of the thought process, uh, Mad Tiger. I can't well, look. It, I, it he, sounds like it sounds to me you have another job, Matt. Come on, now, don't do us like that. Well, I I'm not leaving this show. Okay, I'm not leaving this show at all. It's just we we started out as a two hour show. We added the third because I thought I could handle it and get used to it and still get everything else done that I do for a living. But uh, times are tight. Well, and 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 basically, it's one of those where uh, I just, I just I need that hour. I need that hour. Okay, okay, and, and, and I respect the homecoming queen, so I understand. Aw, well, she. Sweet. Um, I, here's I, the thing. I, I understand. I don't like it. I don't like it, but I understand. <laughs> I don't understand why I did just get her to do the third hour. Just me and Bill. And well, because yeah. she has pickup duty. I do drop off duty at school. Bill, oh, okay. I've got carpool. She does pickup oh, okay. duty. Unless yeah, Mad Tiger, you can come up here and help me out with that. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't win that award for nothing. That's right. That's, That's right. right. Yeah, there Pair you go. You. Mad Tiger, I appreciate your uh, your passion very much. It means a lot to me. Thank you. Really sweet. All right, man. I, 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 I'll just have to go along with it. <laughs> you just have to listen. Uh, Keep listening. I need to just, I'll just give you my phone number, and if you want to talk, you just call me. How about that? <laughs> From 2 to 3. Okay, all right, gotta be, all right, I got to work. Gotta work. Right, we'll do that then. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks for the call. <laughs> thanks for the call. <laughs> I'll make sure he gets your number, man. Well, you know what? Okay. That's great. Um, I did come across one of these things where it's a it's like an online thing that allows you to basically give out your your number for people to be able to text you whenever they want to text you. They can just have it. And they can just text me whenever they want to text me. And I can text them in a group. So let's just, I know you got group text, but I'm saying it's like, you instead like of me, group me, well, but in, but it, they do it through this online service where anybody that hears this right now could go in, click accept, type in their number and sign up. And if I send out a text, that says, Hey, um, y'all turn over here to Twitter. I'm going to go live in five minutes. Then all 100 people or 75 or 7,500 people, whoever, how many would hmm. see that text all at once. Um, so we may, you know, we may open it up for text messages. I don't know, but I'm not, I'm not that great at responding to the texts I already get. That's is, true. is the problem? Yeah, I don't think you need to do that. <sighs> I'm gonna say no to that. You can't Listen, even no, text I, me back. In, in all seriousness, I do appreciate, you know, all the support. Back when I started um, trying to 
think about this and should I go back to two hours? Uh, I was getting messages from people here on the show going, hey, Matt, you ever thought about doing a four-hour show? And I'm like, oh, wow, wow. Ooh. So that's a heck of a compliment. I really appreciate the uh, uh, support. Um, and you're not just, against three hours. You may go back to it one day. Yeah, I may go back to it one day. may go back to it one day. But times, you know, I got, I got a lot going on. A lot going on. <clears throat> okay, at the end of the game, I really liked how they showed the graphics of all the play, all the coaches who won – Oh, the yeah. national championship from their alma mater. Yeah. Okay. Who were they? Okay. Uh, um, wait a minute. Well, there were four. Well, but as far as the SEC, I thought Kirby Smart was the only one, wasn't he? I don't remember. Okay. Was there were four? So who? Look it up. Look it up. Okay. But they showed a graphic last night, and you saw it. Yeah, there were four of them. Coaches championship at alma. Mater. Who are they? He might have been the only SEC. I don't know. I just thought you would know that off the top of your head. You should probably know those things. Well, see, I thought Kirby Smart was the only one from... The SEC? From the SEC. That's what I was thinking. Orgeron? Well, see, but he didn't go... He didn't go to LSU, did he? That's true. Yeah, more All right. Well, I guess I'm wrong because I'm totally wrong. Philip Fulmer. Philip Fulmer. Tennessee. 1998, Steve Spurrier, Florida, 1996, and then Bear Bryant with Alabama. There you go. They're all SEC. Huh? They're all SEC. Right. Okay, so that's four. I don't know where I picked up that he was the only one. Uh, so he joins that group. It's a heck of a group right there now. Right. Go to your alma mater. You think about Spurrier winning a Heisman at Florida as a player and then winning a national championship as the coach. Drop the mic. <laughs> Drop that mic. Done. Old ball coach. That's hard to do. That's big time. Maybe it doesn't stop there, though. Maybe I'm – because this says Suge Jordan, Auburn, 1957. Oh. Part of the okay. Jordan-Hare Stadium namesake, Ralph Suge Jordan, led a 10-0 Auburn team to the national title in 1957. The last win of the season came in a 40 nothing shutout of Alabama. So maybe there's four others. Coaches? Yeah, that's what it is. Shug Jordan at Auburn, 1957. Bear Bryant, Alabama in 61, 64, 65, 73, 78, 79. Oh, <laughs> Steve Spurrier at Florida in 96. And then Philip Fulmer at Tennessee in 98. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen. It will never not make me laugh when I remember that fans around the SEC nicknamed Philip Fulmer the Great Pumpkin. <laughs> the Great Pumpkin. <laughs> because Philip he was Fulmer. this big round coach wearing this bright orange Tennessee. Orange. <laughs> I still think of fans him are as hilarious. for Tennessee. I just always will. You what? I always think of Philip Fulmer for Tennessee. Uh, I just yeah. do. Mm. Speaking of Tennessee, I saw where somebody put on Twitter last night, they were like, the the never too early top twenty five poll for two thousand twenty two. Uh, yeah, they've already released it. Um, but one of them had Tennessee in the top twenty five for next year in the preseason, anyway. Really? Yeah, crazy enough. All right, let me hit some text for you, Miss Annie. Miss, I picked Georgia in the game, and I've reminded Matt about it five times. One day you'll listen. <laughs> Robbie texts the show. He says, "Please don't leave us." I'll take two hours all day, every day. You got it, all day and every day. Two hours, that is. Not all day. 
two hours. White Denzel says, uh, my, my former neighbor Joe Cleveland from Union, Mississippi, was the old man who threw the pie at the governor. Remember what? that scene from the from the movie? Oh, in the oh, oh brother, we're out there. Where he threw, he threw the pie at him. Yeah. Okay, and it says wow. Mr. Joe has since gone to heaven. Wow. So it was his neighbor Joe Cleveland from Union, Mississippi, who threw the pie on the governor in that movie. What? Yeah. That <laughs> is awesome. That's pretty cool. I'm fascinated with movie sets and places where movies were filmed. I know you are. And that. Uh, movie has been filmed in parts and around Mississippi and Canton, Vicksburg. Of course, you know, the scene where the scene in the movie, Your Brother, Where Art Thou, where they pardoned the soggy bottom boys. You know, you remember that scene? My esteemed opponent in the upcoming, Homer Stokes. (laughs) Now, Annie, did you just roll your eyes at me? (laughs) Just a little bit. harboring some kind of hateful grudge against the soggy bottom boys on account of their rough and rowdy past. Stokes is the kind of fellow who wants to cast the first stone. <laughs> Homer Stokes, my esteemed opponent. I'm a forgive and forget Christian. And I say, if their rambunctiousness and misdemeanor is behind them... It is, ain't it? It boy. is, ain't it, boy? <laughs> it is, boy. Yes, sir, it is. Well, then I say, by the power vested in me, these boys is hereby pardoned. Hey! Hey! And he just won the election in the yeah. court of public opinion. Over Mississippi. I'm a forgive and forget Christian. <laughs> my mother Mr. texted. My mother texted and said, "When I was a baby, you know, I was born in Natchez. Uh-huh. Muhammad Ali made a movie in Natchez. Really? How about that? Well, let me tell you it's something. Called Freedom Road. I yeah. Freedom Road in Natchez. Mm-hmm. I read an article recently that said, uh." Natchez, Mississippi, is the South's new Hollywood. I, I, I think you sent that to me because of and it, Hallmark. Yeah, well, Hallmark and lots of other stuff too. Like they mm. lined out all the hundreds of films that are going yeah. on filming, like right now in Natchez, in and around parts of Natchez. Didn't they do it's pretty that cool. Vampire isn't it? series down there too. Did they? Yeah, that one vampire show or something. I'm not sure about that. Okay. Pretty neat. Uh, Patrick said, can we talk about the national anthem? That lady oh, yeah. killed it. Oh. Probably the best one I've seen oh, in a decade. Oh, my gosh. We were, our mouths were on the floor. Okay. And her last name is Grant. Yeah. Natalie Grant. N- Natalie Grant. <clears throat> Not to be confused with Amy Grant. No. Right. Who See, I did get confused with. Bill, I went, wait a minute. I thought that Natalie Grant had dark hair, and you were like, no, that's Amy Grant. And I thought, yeah. you're right. Mm-hmm. And she it, was unbelievable. It was fantastic. I mean, she was, it was so good. Did you know, I posted on Twitter, I tweeted it, it said, um, uh, your quote that you said right after she sang it. Do you remember what you said? No. I quoted you on my Twitter feed because I knew people would like it, get a big reaction. Excuse me. That's great. I don't read your tweets. Yeah, I know that. It said. I follow you. Your quote was, she just hit every note you could possibly try to hit. <laughs> she did. And would you believe you know, some that people I've had would just so- try to hit one of those notes she hit and, and call it a day? Yeah. She hit every note possible in that song that you could try to hit. It was unreal. Did you know that I had some people respond with stuff like this? It said one one guy goes, It depends on what you like. Too much vocal gymnastics for my taste. Oh. God. And then went, I prefer a straighter rendition like Whitney Houston in nineteen ninety one. I'm like Oh my gosh. 
Hold on a minute. Well, these people saying that, do they, ha can they sing? <laughs> no. Give me, give me a break. She no, was, was awesome. It was awesome. Hog jowl on the country pleasing text line. Country pleasing sauces on grocery store shelves throughout the southeast. I get mine at Walmart. I'm finishing up a package of pepper jack and green onion starting tomorrow morning. You get yours at Walmart? Cajun. Uh, Kro and Kroger. Kroger and Country Meat Packers Highway country 49, Florence. Yeah. And got a new freezer for Christmas. Yep. Hog jowl said, even the first of the movie when the old man on the train car foretold what would happen to the three boys that was a part of the thing it says i think the homecoming queen would really like it i think i've watched parts of it i just never have finished it <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll do that i'll watch it all right you should watch it because you know you've you used to enjoy politics used to i still like politics we got to court the electorate you don't tell your pappy how to court the electorate <laughs> You don't tell your pappy how to court the electorate. I like politics. You hate politics. I hate it. Yeah, you hate it. And if you're not careful, I'll tell you why I hate it. Yeah, I know. Let's not get into that. Let's don't. Let's talk about Georgia. Georgia. Do Ole Miss and State play them next year? State does for sure. Oh, I know they're on the sky. Oh, Loss. Oh. Gosh. State's got Alabama and Georgia on the schedule oh, next year. Oh. There's two losses right there. Better win, oh, no. better win some of the rest. I don't know. Leach <laughs> might surprise you. You just never know. I'll tell you who's not a fan of Leach. Rooster. Remember his call earlier? Yeah. Golly, Rooster. Okay. A little bit of time left with you. I got an interesting nugget you're going to want to hear next. A little pop culture. Stick around. This time we are proudly required to present, present more of the Matt Wyatt Show. We have another totally awesome episode for you today. Whitney Houston. She can go now. Could. That's not Whitney. It's the girl from last night. Oh, this is last night. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Hey, look here now. Tell you something. That was yeah. great. See, yeah. I thought that I thought you were playing Whitney Houston. No, I was playing the girl from last night. I'm sorry. Grant. What's her first name? Natalie Grant. Natalie Grant. Lord of mercy. Boy, that was something. Brought the the rafters down. <laughs> that was fantastic. The best one since Whitney. Yeah, I, when you played it, I thought you were going back and playing the Whitney one. No. Uh -uh. I really enjoyed that. Really enjoyed that. All right, back with you on the show here. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team. I have a throwback, way back machine nugget, an all-timer for y'all. So is that why the homecoming queen left the building? Is it? Because <laughs> you're getting ready to do a throwback? Let me see here, though. Uh, here's the problem. I, I may not be able to. Well, she did leave the building, uh -huh. but it was for other reasons. It's because yeah, she had to go somewhere. I'm sure. It is. She's got bigger 
fish to fry right now. <laughs> they're listening to a throwback. Yeah, then listen to this. I did find it. I thought I had it on here. Uh-oh. On this day, January 11th, 1983, 39 years ago today, this show aired for the first time. The Joy of Painting with Bob Ross. We don't make mistakes. We make happy little accidents. See, that never went over well when I... It never went over well when I told my football coaches that. That wasn't a mistake. It was a happy accident. All right, so 39 years ago today, though, this day, 1983, The Joy of Painting aired for the first time. Bob Comes Ross. down hearing that music. Doesn't it, though? Oh, man. I used to go sleep about halfway through the show. I, everybody did. <laughs> Until he took his paintbrush and went... <laughs> bam! Yeah, did that little whatever. And you did. Do, what? <laughs> what? What? Uh, he was just great. You know, the show is great. It is so retro- and, and retroactively popular. His painting videos, like reproduced and posted on YouTube, get hundreds of thousands of millions of views. Okay. You know, it's just forever popular. It's never not popular. It always seems to be relevant. Okay. So anyway, it started. But do you remember the, Bill, I think it was you and I were doing the show together when it came up one time and I mentioned the, the can, the Bob Ross can mm-hmm. yeah. of energy drink that I have here. Yeah, somebody in this family messed him over. Yeah. Okay, so then the story goes, if you're watching, there it is. That's Bob Ross Positive Energy Drink. 12-ounce can of Bob Ross Positive Energy Drink. This was sitting on the counter at five below. Uh, everything's below five bucks in this store in Tupelo. And I was like, I got to have it. So I bought it. And then as soon as I started talking about that one day on the show, somebody says, hey, there's a documentary out there that explains all this, but his brother-in-law or something like that, or brother or some, some family member of Bob Ross, after he, either just before or after he passed away, got a hold of all of his, all the copyright stuff to all of his stuff and his name and his likeness and just, and totally took him to town on all of it and is a really horrible person. And there's a documentary out there about it and you shouldn't buy any Bob Ross items. So I just thought I'd look it up real quick. Reddit, thread on Reddit. Did watching Bob Ross, Happy Accidents, Betrayal and Greed make you mad? Okay, so that apparently that's the name of the movie. Bob Ross, Happy Accidents, Betrayal and Greed. Does the fact, does the fact that Bob Ross's own son, Robert Stephen Ross, can't even use his own name make you furious? Are you tired of artists being exploited and screwed over by greedy managers and companies? Do you want to do something about it? And then it says here on Reddit, well, here's how you make a difference. One, stop buying any products with Bob Ross's name on them. Two, sign this petition. Click. Three, if you've bought a Bob Ross product in the past, write a one-star review explaining why you won't buy a Bob Ross product again until his son's rights are restored. Four, 
ask a question on Amazon products asking why anyone would buy a Bob Ross product when his name has been stolen. Five, if you get asked to answer any of these questions, let them know why you won't be buying a Bob Ross product again until his son's rights are restored. And six, go through Bob Ross products on Amazon and click helpful on any one-star review that explains the boycott so other purchasers see sad reviews, said reviews, because it could be sad also, and do not buy the product. Wow. I'm behind on all this. Okay, so I need to watch this thing, first of all. Bob Ross, Happy Accidents, Betrayal, and Greed. I'm going to go watch it. And I wonder where it is now, because this is from, look, it's recent. That's four months ago. That, that comment right there is only four months ago. It's not like it was four years ago. So this is all recent and new. We've got to get in and, and figure a little bit more of this out. Uh, first of all, before I hit the phone, real quick, just let me, let me catch up. Uh, on the text line, if not, I'm going to get so behind, I will completely lose my place. MSU 1980 text the show. He says, man, I love the movie, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? I've probably seen it at least 10 times, and I laugh every time I've seen it. I'm the same way, MSU 1980. Somebody mentioned Orgeron and LSU, but I don't think Orgeron was technically an, an, you know, an alum of LSU, right? Um, Jeremy B. says, boo, what the heck am I going to do waiting on Jake to come on at three? I know. I know. True Maroon says, whatever Alpha Media is paying you, they will double it if you do three hours. <laughs> Ready Teddy says, homecoming queen thinks of Philip Fulmer when she hears Tennessee. I think of Bill Dance with his hat barely on his head. Amen, Ready Teddy. Me too, that mesh Tennessee hat. Bill Dance, just tip-top, right up there, just barely hanging on to the top of that old noggin. How the wind didn't blow it off, I will never, ever know. And Doggone texts the show and says, Super Matt. Glue. Super glue. Yeah, something like that. <clears throat> Or that toupee glue, maybe? Matt, uh, doggone says, Matt, did you call your dad to see how many Bama fans have jumped off the Prattville Bridge? No. <laughs> no. I told y'all now, if you're in the state of Alabama, just stay inside today, maybe tomorrow. Just stay inside and let it blow over. All right, over to the phone lines. Terry hanging on line one. What's up, Terry? Hey, what's going on today? Not much. Well, you know, that last night, National Anthem was really beautiful and I I was watching the game when Whitney Houston did hers and I got I got to admit this when Whitney Houston did that I had a tear in my eye. Mm -hmm. But then I heard over several times over the last years and all that that, that was recorded. What? Whitney Houston's was have, recorded? Have you not heard have you not heard that? No, I hadn't heard that. I, I've heard it I've heard it probably fifteen, twenty times over the years that Whitney Houston's was recorded. Really? So that she lip synced it? I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying what I've been told for years now. Hmm. I don't. I don't know if it's true or not. I mean, I'm just you know. But again, I'm not trying to be a negative loony, but I mean, you know, I mean, I'm serious. I had a tear in my eye when, on the day when Whitney Houston did that because I was watching it live, and I, you know, I said it all along. It's the most beautiful rendition of the national anthem I've ever heard. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, when you, you know, you hear that, no, it's recorded, you know, wow. Yeah. But I, I don't, you know, I can't say it's true or not, but I, if you want to check, I mean, I'm just saying what I heard. Okay, I'll check in on it. years and years and years. I'll check okay. in on it. Thank you. Lot, there, there's lots of things out here, people saying, no, they didn't do that. And then there's others out here going, yep, uh-huh, they lip-synced. It was a dead microphone. She lip-synced it. I'm like, whoa, now. 
I'm going to have to just watch it again and judge for myself. Because, you know, you can tell, right? I mean, we can tell. I'll say this, Terry. If it was lip-synced, it was the best lip-synced job I've ever seen because I couldn't tell. That was Super Bowl twenty-five back in 1991. Jason in Flagstaff says, um, uh, in regards to going back two hours, he says, get a job, Matt Wyatt, LOL. He texted me later. He said, I'm with you. I hate politics other than griping about how both sides are useless and so many people willingly get led around by the nose. Yeah, uh-huh. Right. We, we enjoy that. Pointing that out, don't we? Walt texted the show, says, long before my time, it was pretty much controversial film at the time. My mom's stepdad worked security on the set. May have been the first movie made in Mississippi. Enjoy the show, Walt. Okay, did I miss the early attack? Yeah, I'm sorry, Walt. Let me get the first part of it. Along the lines of movie history in Mississippi, there was one filmed, he says, a long time ago around Boyle, Mississippi. Where is that? Bill, you know where Boyle, Mississippi is? Uh, no, sir. B-O-Y-L-E. Boyle. I'll have to look that up. Uh, yeah, I would see what you find. It was called Baby Doll. It starred the legendary Carl Malden, Streets of San Francisco fame. Also, the beautiful Carol Baker played the part of Baby Doll. Now, he did say it was well before his time. Walt, thanks for that. We're going to look up two things. The it's movie? the town of Boyle. It's in Bolivar County. Population was 650 in the 2010 census. So okay. I don't know what they are now. Bolivar County, help me. Delta? Bolivar is it the Delta? Yeah. yeah, I think it is. Well, I'm going to look it up right here. Yeah. I'm going to look it up. Hold on. It's a small one. Boyle? <laughs> It's like when you say the word boil, you want to specify yeah, it's got a Y in it. Yeah, it's got to be a Y, yeah. <laughs> it's not like a boil on your, you know what I'm saying. Look out, look out. <laughs> Where is this place? Uh, it's on highway, right off Highway 278. Uh-huh. It's not far. It's, just, it's, by, it's far, not far from Cleveland. Yeah. Just south it's of It's between Rosedale on the river and Ruville. Yeah. On 49. I mean, so it's it ain't far from the Mississippi River at all. Yeah, Highway 278 runs right past Yeah. Okay. All right. Filmed over there, huh? Thanks for giving me a heads up on that, Walt. I'm going to check it out. Look it up. I'm fascinated with that stuff. A little bit of time with you left. A lot of time, in fact. So don't go anywhere. We're right here for a few more minutes in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go! With the home team. Stay with me. Show. Yeah, you learn all kinds of stuff on this show, for sure. A lot of useless information. I'm going to put away this can of energy drink here. <laughs> the Bob Ross energy drink, since I learned that the wrong people are profiting off of his name. <laughs> all right, um, you do learn all kinds of stuff. Uh, Jimmy, Walt's the one that told me about this movie, filmed in... Bolivar County, Boyle, Mississippi. Baby doll. Jimmy says, I don't know. No, I hit the wrong comment. Sorry. Chuck on Twitch said the film Baby Doll has been credited with originating the name and popularity of the Baby Doll nightgown, which be, was because of the, of the one that was worn by Carol Baker's character in that movie. Hmm. Cool. 
Jimmy said, I don't know if Whitney Houston might have lip-synced the national anthem, and I don't care. She still sang it. Says, I chose to live in a world where I believe she sang it. Well, she did sing it. Yeah, she sang it, even if it was recorded. Whether she sang it then or not, <laughs> she uh, did sing it. And last night, Natalie Grant, Elizabeth, Natalie Grant, Christian singer, she was amazing. Uh, Scott Janet pointing out that as a contemporary Christian singer, has won multiple Dove Awards. Let Natalie Grant sing all the national anthems, as far as I'm concerned. It was that good. That's what I think about it. Um, let me let me get caught up here. I was looking at. Here we go. That was Walt. Josh. Text the show, said Bob Ross painting. So people actually enjoy watching paint dry. I mean, yes. Yeah. On his show. <laughs> exactly. Watch it. You'll see what I mean. Hogjow says, did you know Bob Ross never sold his paintings? He painted three for each episode. And it's on YouTube. Wait a minute. He never sold one? All right. Unnamed Texas says, go to Cleveland in the Delta. And Boyle is right there close by, right below Cleveland, according to Robbie. Real C telling us the same thing near Cleveland. That's where they would have filmed part of that movie. I went to look that up. The movie Baby Doll. Okay, Boyle, I mean, Wally says Boyle basically is Cleveland. How come when I looked it up on the map, I didn't see Cleveland? I just wasn't looking at the right place. To the north of it, you can see Cleveland. All right, John Bond. Hey, JB. Hey, Jay. What's going on? What's up? John Bond said, hey, Matt, the Reavers, Steve McQueen, Carrollton, Mississippi. says, my dad took me over to see Steve McQueen. Pretty cool. Had to be in the mid-60s. So, Carrollton, we're talking about up there along Highway 82, huh? Yeah. All right. Go through Carrollton all the time. Thanks, JB. The Reavers. I'm going to look that one up. Yeah, that's a good movie. Is it? Yeah, it's it's real good. Yeah, all right. A lot of most of the Steve McQueen movies were though. Um, Jason in Flagstaff says, "Oh yeah, okay. Let me backtrack. Based on what you said there, Bill, that scene on The Great Escape where he's on the motorcycle. Oh yeah, love that scene. Pulling for that guy in that scene. <laughs> yeah, too bad he didn't get away. Didn't get away. Jason in Flagstaff said." Head over that way in the Delta where, oh, brother, where art thou was filmed. Make sure you check out the old town of Onward. Nothing left but an old gas station and a barn with a bright red arrow painted on both sides of the top. Said it used to be anyway. A town called Onward. Hogjow. Yeah. Bob Ross did not want to sell his paintings. Zero. Sold zero of them. Okay, help me out right there. Uh, you see Rebel Ghost Rider's text? Yes. Bill, and now, is that pronounced Benoit or Benoit? Benoit. Mm -hmm. See, in the rest of the world, that it's word Benoit. is Benoit. Yeah. It's like beignet. <laughs> when I was a kid, growing up watching Alabama uh, play basketball, they had a, kid, a guy on their team named David Benoit. I think he was on the same Alabama team that James Hollywood Robinson played for from Jackson, Mississippi. 
chewing that bubble gum, shooting threes. I think David Benoit was on that team also. Trey, uh, Jason and Flagstaff, this is for you. Trey on Facebook says, Onward, Mississippi has the best tamales. And that's where Scarlet's Donuts gets their tamales from. Hmm. How about that? So there may not be much in Onward, but there's a tamale business. See, you learn something new every day on this show. I kind of like it that way. I kind of like it that way. Yeah, like I say, a lot of useless information. <laughs> okay, I got one more piece of useless information for you now, Bill. This is right up your alley, oh, and and you're down definitely down the street, right? Up right. The alley and down the street, D- up the alley, down the street. And you're definitely going to remember it. Okay, on this day in 1975, January 11th, 1975. The BT Express went up on American Bandstand and performed the song. Do it till you're satisfied. Oh, yeah. Now, here's what I will say, Bill, about this song. (laughs) Number one, I bet you played it a lot on the radio. Oh, yeah. Number two, it could go on and on and on. Uh And number three, it's terrible advice. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Not a whole lot of lyrics. No. Do it. Do it. Whatever it is. Look, that's terrible advice. Whatever it is. <laughs> Whatever it is, don't matter. Do it till you're satisfied. That is horrible advice. <laughs> it's the most 1970s advice yeah. anybody would ever give anybody, isn't it? Yeah, that song was popular about the same time you dropped a bomb on me. Was <laughs> Played Whatever. that one a lot, too. Whatever and, it is. Or burn rubber on me. <laughs> Whatever yeah. it is. A lot of strange songs. Just do it till you're satisfied. But it had a great sound. It's just bad advice. Bad advice. All right. Um, Joseph. They could do it till you get it right. There you go. There you go. Practice makes perfect. It's just another version of practice yeah. makes perfect, right? Exactly. <laughs> or don't stop until you're proud. I heard that one, too. Don't stop until you get enough. Jo- yeah, that's a great Michael Jackson tune right there. Don't stop till you get enough. There you go. Joseph said, Onward to Mississippi is in the Delta where Teddy Roosevelt didn't shoot the black bear. Okay. Learning. Unnamed Texter says, if you want to take a nap, watch Bob Ross NASCAR or golf. What does that mean? What is that? Oh, he's saying, okay, you want to take a nap? Watch. See, okay, unnamed Texter. Look, I know it's a text message on your phone, but minus any punctuation. I put together Bob Ross and NASCAR together yeah, the way I read he's it. Driving a car and then playing <laughs> golf while he's driving. Yeah, I thought <laughs> y'all got to understand. Here's word for word this text with no punctuation. You ready? If you want to take a nap, watch Bob Ross NASCAR or golf. golf. Well, I read it with no commas <laughs> and thought, is he saying you want to take a nap? Watch Bob Ross drive a car. And then play golf. Watch Bob Ross play golf. (laughs) That's not what he means. He means Bob Ross painting or a NASCAR event or a golf tournament will put you to sleep. Punctuation makes all the difference in the world. Bill, I saw that on a T-shirt one time in the airport. 
on the front of the T-shirt, in letters on the top, it says, uh, punctuation is important, with a colon. And underneath it, on the front, it said, let's eat, comma, grandma. <laughs> yeah, that makes, yeah. <laughs> and on the back of the T-shirt, it said, let's eat grandma, period. Oh, boy. <laughs> you see? The importance of punctuation. That one little comma made a whole thing. <laughs> uh, Steve Martin, the uh, comedian, he, uh, years ago, I followed him on Twitter. I don't follow anybody on Twitter anymore, hardly. Um, but years ago, I followed him on Twitter. And he just tweeted, something is wrong with my colon. And then he put a semicolon. <laughs> so that's the whole tweet right there. Punctuation, very important. Real C knows about Onward Mississippi. I can tell from these answers that Real C has sent us that he is familiar with the Mississippi Delta. Real C says the old Onward store was where Holt Collier tied the young bear up for Teddy Roosevelt. Shoot, Teddy refused because of it being young. A lady at the store knitted Teddy a toy bear for a keepsake of his trip, and it became known as the Teddy Bear. Teddy Bear. There it is. Onward, Mississippi. Mm -hmm. Onward and upward. They make great tamales. They got a barn with an arrow on the roof. We've learned all of that today. They're the home of the teddy bear. On the Matt Wyatt Show. Sports show. <laughs> <laughs> Last text of the day comes from Jason all the way in Flagstaff, Arizona, who says, We used to have some Stoneville Research Station stuff over around Benoit, catfish ponds and insect samplers in the cotton fields. That sounds interesting, all except for the insects. All right, fun show today. Enjoyed it. That'll be a wrap. For Bill, I'm Matt, for the homecoming queen, everybody here at the show. Thanks for tuning in. We'll do it again tomorrow. We'll see you same time, same place in the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau Insurance, go with the home team. See you then. 